0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. What's up, honey? I'm Sadie Simone. For years, I was looking for a spiritual sanctuary but never felt like I fit into the wellness space. I was so turned off by the idea that I had to fit into what spirituality should look like or should sound like, I carved out a niche of my own. By embracing my spiritually sassy nature, I became an embodied permission slip to allow others to do the same. Spiritually sassy is owning where you fall on the many spectrums of life, living in the complex gray areas between normal and non whether you identify as plain vanilla or sparkly rainbow gelato my community welcomes and celebrates you in all your delicious potential this podcast is for people longing for an avant-garde awakening on the spiritually sassy show we're going to explore and celebrate what it means to show up in your full power feeling fabulous looking fabulous and making a fabulous impact together one guest at a time, we're revolutionizing and redefining what it means to be spiritual in today's modern world. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Spiritually Sassy Show. The following podcast was recorded live on Quilt. My love, if you know me, you know that I'm a strong believer that what you feed yourself feeds you. Conscious consumption means that healthy choices, like a mentally stimulating podcast, like this one you're listening to right now. Healthy foods or works of art, they nourish you, boosting the quality of your mind, body, and energy. And of course, on the flip side, you know, consuming junk like gossip, empty calories, or social media binges breeds junky feelings, negative thoughts, and low energy levels. Sometimes the healthiest choice isn't super delicious, but thankfully, with Sakara, I never have to sacrifice great taste for a super healthy meal. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. Sakara offers organic, ready-to-eat meals made with powerful plant-based ingredients designed to minimize your sugar cravings, boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. With my super active lifestyle, I don't always have the time to home cook a healthy, nourishing meal. But thanks to Sakara, I can keep the integrity of what goes into my body, even when I'm on the go. Thanks to their easy meal solutions, I'm able to feed myself well anytime. Help me to stay in the highest vision so I can continue to slay honey. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners you 20% off your first order. When you go to sakara.com and enter the code SA-20 at checkout. And the code is capital A, capital, excuse me, capital S, capital A, and capital H, number two and number zero at checkout. SA-20. And again, that's Sakara. S-A-K-A-R-A dot com. And the code is SA-20. And go get your 20% off your first order. Enjoy. So what I want to open with right now is... I just want to take a moment to just say, hey! If you're making a new commitment today, if you're making a, a new commitment to your sober journey, to your lucid journey, journey to your bodhisattva vow, to your 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 path of liberation, I want you to do something scandalous, okay? And you know, scandal isn't like don't don't take scandal from what you see in the media. I want it to be a spiritual scandal. So hear me out. Spiritual scandal is going to look like a variety of different things. I want you to either go to your local pet store and buy all the crickets there or buy all the little mice, you know, that they feed to the snakes. Buy them all or buy the little... Um, If they have butterflies there, buy them. If they have a bird there, buy it. Whatever you can afford. Okay? So here's a spiritual scandal. I want you to buy that. And I want you to go to a forest or to a park. And I want you to say, as I liberate these beings, I make a vow or commitment to continuously to, to, to remain on the path of lucidity, of liberation, of clarity. And this symbol of liberation, where I'm actually doing in the world of the form, you know, where I'm actually liberating these crickets, this mice, or these butterflies, or whatever, or this bird, whatever it may be, that I'm, I'm I'm freeing it into into the. And I know this can be a little controversial for some of you to hear. So that's why I'm calling it a spiritual scandal. Okay, are we landing? Are we communicating? Is this landing for you? This is what my tantric teacher tells me to do. Okay. This is like downloads that I'm passing on to you from my teacher. Um, so it's, it's, it's about attaching ritual to what we're doing. Okay. So if today's a first day, or if today's like marks your your for me, uh, four years, um, for some people ten years, whatever it may be in your sober journey. Um, for for some people it's like day two or day one, whatever it may be. We need to have these markers of celebration, of ritual, in order for us to like remain connected to why we're doing it, you know? It's I want you to address the why you're doing it from a, from a a a much more subtle and a much deeper state than what kind of things you were doing out in the world you know what i mean yeah that totally counts if you're being unskillful extremely harmful that completely counts but i want you to i want you to go into the most subtle subtlest part of it which is like where it all starts right with your mind right okay me getting drunk and high it's actually feeding my addiction to suffering we're all unintentionally addicted to suffering right it's at a core level this is a, a big topic in Buddhist psychology is that we are unintentionally so familiar with 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 suffering and we are because we're so familiar we crave it and because we crave it so then, we find ways to sustain the self-fulfilling prophecy of suffering and, and a life of a nightmare and addiction to chaos and to rush into adrenaline and to being high and drunk. Is this making sense like that? Is that making sense to you? So you choosing to go to the pet store and liberate um, these small creatures, it's a ritual. It's an opportunity for you to say, you know what? Here I am liberating these beings because I know I can liberate myself. Here I am liberating these beings because I know I can liberate myself. Here I know, here in this very moment, I know that the only person who can liberate me right now is me. I know that I have teachers and guides and, and saints and sages and angelic beings and gods and goddesses and buddhas and bodhisattvas and mystics and all kinds of variety of, of beings who I can see and those that I can't see, I can feel. And those that, I, that, uh, that are in the world of the formless, hey. I know that even with the support of all the world, all, all beings, I still have to take radical responsibility for my own liberation. And because of that, because of that, we us doing this 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 ritual, right? And you may be saying, okay, that the, the buying of the crickets, or the butterflies or the fish or the bird or whatever it may be, or the mice is too scandalous. Huh? Give me something a little less scandalous. Okay, okay, bitch. So go to your local flower shop You know, buy yourself a a, a plant like a nursery, plant nursery and buy something that's already like, you know, a sprout or growing and then plant it in your garden And, and, and each and every single day that you water that. It's another reminder. I need you to anchor your sober journey to a ritual. That's that's the whole purpose of what I'm saying, okay? I need you to anchor your sober journey with a ritual. And what the fuck is a ritual, right? It's attention quality of mind and intention quality of heart coming together in repetition. So imagine if if every 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 sober birthday you've had you liberated a few a few uh, small creatures or you planted another tree or you, or you you know what i mean like i want you to attach some sort of ritual to your sober journey so you feel more connected to it so you truly recognize the growth and the power that it, that 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 the like how when you're looking at a tree growing you're like oh shit it used to be just this little sprout the size of my hand now look at this bitch you know she's when ten years go by, you have you have this this enormous tree that's now creating shade for you, you know, in your house like that. Or maybe it's a fruit tree that you're nursing, that you're that you're growing. All of a sudden, you have, you have uh, all of a sudden you have um, you know um, um, a, a lime tree or an avocado tree or whatever the fuck kind of tree you can find. All of a sudden, you have that in your in your backyard, you know. So thinking about it like that thinking about it like that. Okay? So that's the one thing. One other thing that we have to address is is um it's the 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 underneath layer it's, it's this pervasive suffering. It's this sense that I spoke about earlier that there's something profoundly, innately wrong with me and only something out there can soothe me. Only something out there can release this burden. You know, Only when I have the, 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 the sip of this wine or this whiskey, well, only when I take a bump of the Coke, only when I smoke the pot, I will feel relaxation and ease. You know, only when. So here's what I need you to to think about this. When you are associating yourself, listen closely, when you are associating with yourself the truth of who you are with one feeling, okay? When you are associating the truth of who you are with one passing feeling, like the feeling of shame, the feeling of inadequacy, you will be perceiving, you will be operating under a very, very small, fragmented, Uh, view of the world. What does that mean? When I feel shame, when I experience inadequacy, deficiency, innate badness, innate brokenness, innate rottenness, whatever these words are making up right now, but this sense that there's something innately wrong with you, that. Whenever we, we overly associate and overly identify with a passing feeling like that, and we say, I am innately wrong, I am innately deficient, I am deficient, or I am a bad person. When you are associating yourself with one passing feeling, with one feeling, you are then reaching for one thing. You have in your mindset that only that thing can liberate me. Is this making sense? Is this making sense? So when, and this goes, this goes to, this goes with everything. But for all of us who are struggling, uh, who have struggled with addiction, You have to pay attention that when you are associated with one feeling, you will perceive that there's only one thing that can liberate you from that sense of deficiency, okay? So instead of you, um, instead of you, um, whenever you see this correlation, that's the moment that you pause, that you breathe. And one thing that helps me a lot is to shake. It's to legit jump up and down and shake, jump up and down and shake and scream, so I do the breath. I do the shaking while breathing, right? So it's the breath in. And a long autobug, say, ha! It sounds like that as I'm shaking up and down, as I'm jumping and shaking up and down. Um, and then um, I scream a couple times, you know. I say, fuck, this is hard. Fuck, this is so fucking hard. And then after that, I started to realize, oh shit, there's another way. Okay. I could have some sparkling water. I can eat a bowl of granola. I can go for a run. You know, I could pray. I could meditate. I could call a friend. I could bake a fucking cake. I can I can paint that corner in my room. You know, I can clean my my my, my, my bathroom. You know. Whenever you start to unhook from this one feeling bad this one feeling and that one feeling leading you to perceiving that that's only one thing that can liberate you that's the mindset of an addict right um you are then when you open up to the releasing of the partial view open up to the wide view you realize there's so many things that you could do so many things that you could do that could that could help you to to release the hook okay um so we need to. So that's one thing for you to keep in mind, right? I'm gonna try to go over with you a variety of different things, so you can, so we can use this this information wisely. Okay. Then you have to think about this. If you're someone who's like, oh, I don't have a problem. I'm just, I'm just interested to to hear about all of your um, tragic stories of of you being drunk and high, and then I will then feel better about myself because I don't have a problem. You know, I only drink couple times a week. I only smoke a couple times a week. I'm fine. I'm thriving, bitch. Don't you see everything I have? Look at my life, girl. I'm fabulous. If that's where you're at right now, no worries. So here's my question to you. Are the ways that you that you um cope the same ways that you celebrate? Is wine, is alcohol, is drugs involved in the ways that you cope? And the ways that you celebrate. And if they are, then you betcha, my sweet darling, my beloved, my my sweet, sweet, legendary queen. That there is something, you know, there is something eating at you. There is a sense of burden. There is a sense of deficiency that you're masking. There is something that you're not attending to. There is something that you are um, seeking out there to change your internal landscape, you know? The idea is that the way we cope becomes healthier, like meditation, prayer, shaking, screaming, dancing, exercising, cooking, uh, laughing, whatever, the ways that we cope. And then the the once we have new ways of coping, then they will orient healthy ways of celebrating, right? I think earlier on... Um, you know, we, we are, we're, we're so muddled because our society says that the ways that we, the, there's no distinction between the ways we cope and the ways we celebrate, right? The ways we cope and celebrate are usually the same. Um, I'm sad, I'm going to go shopping. I'm celebrating, I'm going to go shopping. I'm happy at lunch because I got a promotion, I'm going to eat this bowl of pasta and this steak and I'm going to have a glass and I'm going to have a margarita, I'm sad. Let's go eat a bowl pasta, and a steak, and a margarita. You know, so it's that that that, that muddled, you know, this this convoluted, this this misperception of that we are um, addressing, coping, and celebrating the same way is also another way for you to to take awareness of of how you're relating to drugs and alcohol, right? So that's very important there too. And again, I have to say this: when you when you do bring in new coping skills, you know, in the moment of despair, in the moment of 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 the of you are itching for 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 the hit, right, for the quick fix. When you're itching for the quick fix, for the drug, for the alcohol, and you choose to do something different, only start. It only takes one time, you know, and then another time. And then another time. But the first one is the hardest one. Here's what I want you to do. I want, And, and, and again, some of the stuff that I, sp- I speak about here is very scandalous, right? Because why is a spiritual teacher telling me to buy bags of, a, bog, uh, a bag of Oreos, a, uh, a whole box of Oreos to, to get off cocaine and to get off alcohol and to get off whatever drug of choice you may have? Because you got to start small, okay? You got to start small, right? So in order for you, it, it, going off, all the unskillful coping mechanisms, all of them at once, it, you, will, you, will, you, you may thrive right away. And you may, you know, do well for a couple of weeks to a month and then you may find yourself saying, fuck that shit, this is so fucking hard. So this is why I'm telling you that if you are wanting to go off pot or alcohol or whatever drug of choice you may, may be at the table for you right now, um, I started with, with incorporating um, sugar, you know? I'm not, I'm not saying that this is the healthiest way to do it, but here are the two things that would help me. It would be to eat a few Oreos and go on a fucking run, like a scandalous run, you know, where I'll have my headphones on and I'm, I'll be singing, dancing, just being super, super, super scandalous, you know? Not as scandalous to harm other people, but a scandalous to break the pattern of the mind, You know, being intoxicated with that one thing will liberate me. When I get that one hit, I'll feel better. When I do this one thing, I'm going to feel better, you know, like that. So I want you to think about the one thing that you could do, you know, one thing that you could do. And then notice your relationship to that. So this is why this conversation is very edgy because there's no, there's not a very, there's no, um, there's no uh, one size fits all. You know, when it comes to when it comes to to mental health, uh, liberation uh, from addiction. You know, we do need to use every single tool we have to be able to go to the next level, right? Every single tool that we have to go to the next level. And as, as I shared earlier, like how I started my 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 journey to being sober was. It was. It's. It, I entered into it with a lit, with with guilt actually because my teacher said, "Bitch, you got all these teaching opportunities coming up. You're gonna be speaking at all these big places with all these people." Da 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 And imagine if you teach them something, and your mind is muddled. Your mind is is foggy and there's a little gl- there's a little like residue of paranoia of dysfunctional thinking and behavior playing out in the background of your mind still yeah. and you teach from that place and imagine if the direction and the guidance and the education that you offer to them um, is 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 entangled um, with this with this psychological residue you know What happens if they practice under that guidance? And what happens if they practice under that guidance and they do something wrong? Then what happens to that karma, bitch? Have you considered that could be another way for you to continue to build your karmic debt? I said, oh, fuck. I don't want that shit, honey. Because I'm on a path of liberation fast because there's so many people who need help. And, and, And offering help is what I'm here to do. Being of service is where I fully awaken. Being of service is where my true joy lives. You know? And help is needed, period. And if I recognize that helping is the source of my joy, that helping is the source of my awakening, you know? So then I, I, I shift. I pause. I do it different. You know, like that, like that. So that's when I decided to, to to make a change. That's when I decided to say, you know what? All right, time to make a change. Time for me to, to go to the next level. Time for me to, to embark in this. And I was living in New York City at the time. And oh, hunty you know holding a sober vow in new york city when all your friends are getting drunk and high and the whole city is is buzzing and it smells like of alcohol and smells of drug and it's just the whole thing is just is so so seductive for you to go back into the old version of yourself but i i ate a lot i exercised a lot i danced a lot i meditated a lot i screamed a lot and slowly slowly as as the as the as the addictive tendencies, as my addiction to suffering and my addiction to alcohol and and pot at that point started to change, my group of friends started to change. You know, the things that I, the people that I was interested in started to change, you know. The way I related to my triggers radically changed. This episode of the Spiritually Sassy Show is brought to you by Tempest, a digital alcohol treatment program that empowers you to quit drinking, and build a life you love and my darling my sweet sweet darling you're so worthy of creating a life that you love Um, i'm a huge proponent of sobriety because i've seen firsthand how alcohol can devastate lives including my own and as part of my spiritual path i choose to take a vow of sobriety and this decision has radically changed my whole life for the better. I honestly didn't realize how much of my life was impacted by my alcohol consumption until I experienced the clarity of sober living. Because of that, I am so excited to share with you Tempest's revolutionary approach to sobriety. My darling, you don't need to take on a label or hit rock bottom. You know, their resources are open to anyone who wants to change their relationship with alcohol. And if you don't already know this, according to the CDC, In the United States, excessive alcohol use is responsible for more than 95,000 deaths per year, making it the third leading cause of preventable death. I mean, uh, uh, wow, for real. But the good news is, my love, is that with the right support system, you can turn your life around just like how I did by combining the most Effective evidence-based addiction treatment methods with relatable personal stories. Tempest is making sobriety accessible, intuitive, and worth celebrating. If you're questioning your own relationship with alcohol, become sober curious, honey, and see what changes for you. Visit jointempest.com to learn more about how it works and use code capital SH capital s a h i can't even spell my own name s a h capital s a h number one and number five Sa 15 to get 15 dollars off your monthly membership fee and tempest is spelled t-e-m-p-e-s-t so join tempest.com you know i think a lot of people on, on the spiritual path um uh, not on a spiritual path actually. A lot of people out in the world who are experiencing a lot of um, addiction, um, a lot of it has to do with with our inability to relate to our triggers, you know our, has to do with how we we um, we get taken by the triggers. We get into a blaming spiral. This bitch made me feel this way. This motherfucker hurt me. This motherfucker uh, did this thing to me. And then when we are pointing fingers out there in that same breath, we're saying that this thing out there is going to make me feel better in here. So you just have to watch all these patterns playing out. You know, you have to watch all these patterns playing out. And another thing I have to tell you guys, like I had to get all these tattoos um, as, a, as a reminder. Like, bitch, what kind of life do you want to live? You know, what kind of life do you want to live? You know, like that's that's the kind of thing I want to remind you. And and a huge thing of it too, it's like think about the quality of your mind and think about how much work it takes to be present. And then you get a fragment of presence and then you're like back into rumination, back into future tripping, back into um, so noisy, everything going, 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 going like that. Now imagine imagine um, imagine that loudness, right? And then you're adding more you're you're literally sprinkling you're, you're fertilizing the soil of your mind with alcohol and drugs. The fertilizer that you're doing, you know how you're fertilizing the soil of your mind. Um, you're 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 literally tending to the seeds of more Inner noise, more suffering, more confusion, more anger, more doubt, more shame, you know? So when you are taking drugs and drinking, you're, you're watering, you're fertilizing, you're, you're giving the correct amount of sunlight, the correct amount of water, you're being, you're being a, a poisonous, a, a harmful um, uh, gardener to your own mind. So why do we want to poison ourselves? Because, we're, because this quick fix makes us feel like we've gone to church and we've meditated for 30 days. This one, this, this night out makes us feel like we've gone to church, makes us feel like we've walked the path of liberation. Quick fixes are poisonous. Quick fixes are poisonous. Let, let that sink in deep, 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 deep. You know, quick fixes keep you in a perpetual state of addiction to suffering you know so we have to work each and every single day moment moment to moment to make sure that we are doing everything we can to eradicate the seeds of suffering from our mind in one breath eradicating them on it, on an, on the same breath or on the exhale you are actually tending to the seeds of the garden of your mind that are that are the ones who are liberating your heart the ones that are associated with with um, compassion, meaning service, generosity, you know, um, joy, acceptance, understanding, kindness, patience, creativity, you know, wisdom, like that. So we, there, a way for you to actually start to change your relationship to drugs and alcohol into and addiction is for you in the moments that you feel relaxed, in the moments that you feel that the addiction is not prevalent right now, that you're doing fine. What are you doing in that moment to water the seeds of the seeds that are awakening your heart? Are you just watching TV because you feel like it's fine? Are you just hanging out with some friends and whatever and it's just like whatever, you know? Are you just listening to some random ass podcast about some, some like serial killer or some shit like that? Are you just like reading some fucking crack baby book about some, you know, whatever? I don't know. What are you doing in those moments? How devoted are you to, to being a spiritual a gardener? How devoted are you to the garden of your mind? Because if you take the moments that you feel relaxed and you, you bring, in those moments that you feel relaxed and you bring your attention and intention to developing your mind, it's guaranteed that at some point the addiction, the seeds of addiction that have been sprouting and fucking fast growing in the garden of your mind, they won't have the nutritional support to continue to grow, you know? They won't have the, the, the support to continuously grow, okay? The fog will leave. The fog in your mind will leave. The paranoia will, will go away. You know, the harmful tendencies will go away. You're going to become so self-aware. And that's that's a byproduct of sobriety is you know everything that's happened in your internal world, honey. There's no one else to blame anymore. You're like, holy fuck. When I'm mad at this speed, at this motherfucker, it's because the seed of anger is still, still growing inside of me. You know? When I am, you know, um, angry at this motherfucker, the seed of, of anger is still growing inside of me, you know? So there's no one to blame anymore, right? There's no one to blame. So the the journey to, to sobriety, um, I've had multiple rock bottoms. There wasn't one. that um, it, wasn't, it wasn't just one. There were multiple. You know, and the other day, as I started writing the proposal for my third book, which is about making friends on the spiritual path, um, I had to speak about the, 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 the chapter that we're writing. Uh, it's called, I Used to Be an Asshole Too, Tales from Rock Bottom. Um, and it was kind of like really challenging to actually sit down to write, you know, to write that out. And um, and, and, and re- have to remember all those painful moments that I've had. All the moments of like, <sighs> Really tragic. Real tragic stuff, you know. One extra thing. One other thing I have to to mention as well. What's gotten me to where I'm at today is actually seeking the spiritual community, you know. Uh, In the spiritual community, finding friends there who would would be open to going to do service with me, you know. That is huge. Because service heals. Across every mystical tradition, service heals. If you are... On the beginning of your sober journey, you know, um, I invite you to get vaccinated, fully vaccinated, uh, and and keep your keep your shit to yourself. If you have something else to say about the vaccines? I don't have time for that right now. Okay, um, I'm I'm pro vaccine. I think if we're gonna if I'm gonna die from a, from a vaccine um, uh, side effect, what a boring death, you know? But that's okay. I'll come back again. Um, but point is, get your ass vaccinated, bitch, and then go be of service. Go to the shelter. You know, go to the orphanage, um, go to the animal rescue, go go get yourself out there. Because it's in those, if you're like, I've tried the 12 steps, I've tried to listening to sauce talks, I've read this, I've done that, and you're still sort of like, you know, cracked out. Um, I invite you to to enter into the service mindset. It's a, it's a profoundly generous state of mind. You know, when you have a, a profoundly generous state of mind, you're no longer perceiving that one thing is going to make me feel like this. You're, you're constantly seeing a multiplicity of varieties of options for every single thing. You have what I call uh, a bodhisattva tendency. Bodhisattva tendency is a, it's a, it's a very creative mindset about every single circumstance. And how do you achieve a very creative mindset? By being of service, because service opens you up to generosity. And then we go, you know, we go through everything that I've just shared. So find a ways to be of service. You know, if you're missing, if you don't know, if you're, if you're, if you're feeling like I don't have the missing piece to my healing, it's in service that you might awaken to that piece. You might recognize that piece. You might literally that that download might come through so quick. You know, so be so profoundly inspired like that. You know, so it all starts with us. You know, taking a moment to just sort of wrap this up, taking a moment to recognize that um, community is the antidote to to addiction, right? This scientific research scientific research shows that the community is the antidote to addiction. Addiction is a byproduct of of loneliness. Loneliness is a byproduct of of feeling like we're we're we're, we're deficient we are we we are we are monsters we are innately bad people when we feel deficient about who we are then we isolate then we isolate we feel lonely when we feel lonely then we reach for drugs and alcohol and that is you know then you have it right there you have it so we we're we're looking for and then we also have to think about what the historical buddha said right and i've shared the story a million times and i'll say it just quickly once again the buddha was asked about how much of the spiritual path was community? The disciple said, is it maybe like half of the path or like one third of the path? And the Buddha said, no, bitch, the community is the whole path. So get with it. So you have to think about what the Buddha said. You have to think about what science shares. You have to think about the sense of deficiency that we feel about ourselves, the sense of inadequacy that there's something wrong with us, that there's something innately broken about us, that there, someone in any given moment right now could find out that we are innately bad, that we're innately broken. That is a lie. That is a perpetual lie that we've been fed, conditioned, colonized to believe about ourselves. You know, like that. There is nothing wrong with you at the core level. There is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. Listen to these words. There is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. My darling, my beloved, my love, there is nothing wrong with you. At a core level, there is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. So how can we connect to that core level? Why? With prayer, with meditation, with dancing, with screaming, running, you know, running around naked in the woods. I want you to be scandalous about your life. I'm sick and tired of boring. I'm sick and tired of safe. You want to be free, honey? No more. No more playing safe. No more playing safe. I want you to go to the next stage. If you're a man, you've never wore a wig and you've never put on makeup in your face, and you're a straight cis white man, then do it. Liberate your shit. If you're if you're a straight cis white woman and you've never I don't know run naked on the woods, do it, bitch. You know, scandal is gonna set you free. Scandal is gonna set you free. But you have to be scandalous in a way. That isn't harming other people. That is truly liberating you, you know. Think about how edgy. Think about the. Think about the 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 the, the courageous act that you that you've taken to take another bump of coke when it's seven a.m. and you know the world is waking up, but you're there, being a crackhead still, and you're taking another bump. You know your heart's racing, and you know your your whole body's aching at that point, but you take another bump. You don't give a fuck. I want that same level of audacity towards your spiritual path. Does this make sense? I want that same level of audacity on the spiritual path. And the reason why I didn't mention black, brown, or queer folks to be scandalous is because their lives have already been scandalous. You know, their lives have already been. Um, they have already had to endure so much that they've already had to experience um, many m- multiple levels of scandal in order for them to, to exist in this very moment but if you are uh, a black brown uh indigenous you know person of color or queer person and you've been playing safe honey this is your this is your permission slip to go wild you know to do the thing that you're being afraid of doing because that one thing that you're being afraid of doing is probably going to nudge shame and move it out of your system slowly is this making sense are we communicating am, am i too far out today Am I pushing you too far out of the comfort zone today? Are we landing? Are we communicating? That's right. That's right. That's right. Like that. Okay. So I need scandal. I need scandal. I need you to literally take yourself to the next stage. You know, if you've never screamed out loud, then do it. You know. So like that. So think about address the sense of shame. You know, address the, the the sense of inadequacy that perhaps is isolating you, the isolation is keeping you uh, hooked on drugs and alcohol. You know, you have to have community in order to heal your, your addictions. Community is the antidote to addiction. The Buddha said the same thing, community. And the Buddha wasn't speaking about the addiction that I'm speaking about today. The Buddha was speaking about the the pervasive addiction that I spoke about earlier, right? The addiction that I'm, the the Community being the listen closely. The community being the antidote to addiction. I'm speaking about the behavior of addiction, drugs and alcohol, taking things into the body to enter some altered state. Right now, what I'm speaking about, what the Buddha spoke about 2,600 years ago, he was addressing the the addiction to suffering that we have, that pervasive sense that we have something innately wrong, innately bad about ourselves. Right, and then him saying that the that in order for us to heal that addiction to suffering, we have to be in community. So you see how there's all these beautiful correlations, these beautiful synchronicities with the old and the new, you know, the ancient orienting the modern, and the modern supporting what the ancients have said, like that. So I want you to to think about about everything we spoke about here briefly, because we are so over time. Holy fucking shit. Um I got to go. Um I got to go. But honestly, I just have to tell you, honey, one day sober, you know, one moment sober, one hour sober, it has a ripple in your entire timeline. Each and every single moment that you can that you can that you can literally breathe instead of reacting that you could like pause instead of holding the bottle or taking the drugs or smoking the, the crack or whatever it is that you that you, or the addiction is. Each and every single moment that you do it, you better believe that you are sprinkling in the entire timeline of your life compassion, love, wisdom, joy. You better believe that in those moments you are literally exercising your ability to be the sun in the midst of a, of a dark storm, you know, like that, like that, okay, so moment to moment, moment to moment, and, you know, to say the very least, like, I still get, you know, like, I still question my sobriety, it's not every day, but once in a while it shows up, you know, I was at this, at this bougie little hotel in Palm Springs a couple of weeks ago with my boyfriend, and um, people are sitting on the pool having drinks. And I was like, oh, that sounds so nice. Oh my God. And I was like, no, I'm fine. Can I be awkward right now? Can I feel the discomfort? Can I be with what the karma is ripening right now? Can I experience what the present moment is to offer me? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. And it was such a it was so quick that he passed. But in that very moment I had I had a choice to pause, to breathe, to be aware, to be self-aware. And to make a wise choice, not a destructive choice, not a harmful choice, you know, like that, like that. So it still visits me here and there, but each time it visits me, I feel stronger than ever. I feel wiser than ever. I feel more powerful than ever, you know. So we just have to take one day at a time, one moment at a time. But I promise you that when you lean into the discomfort, when you choose to lay in your bed, Why you feel this excruciating sensation in your belly, and you're perceiving that the only way to dissolve this excruciating sensation in your belly is to smoke the pot, is to drink the thing, is to take the drugs, and you're able to be with it, be with it. Say you know what? I'm going to try today to be with for five minutes. Let's see what happens. And you breathe into it. I guarantee you, sweet love, it will pass. To some degree, it will dissolve. To some degree. It will change. And to a to a massive degree, you have become stronger. You're no longer the person that you used to be. You can literally say after those five minutes, I'm no longer who I used to be. You know, let me reintroduce myself, bitch, to the fucking world. Because those five minutes that you were able to be with this comfort, they have co- they have created, they have they have given you like a whole new set of steps for you to run up to. And now you're in this new platform you know, like that, like that. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Is this landing for you? Yes. 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 Very well. Very well. Okay. So like that, enough for today. Enough for today.